Oftentimes, society wants us to check a box. I'm a mom. I have a career. I'm an entrepreneur. They tell us to niche down. But what happens when you want to have it all? Welcome to the Multifaceted AF Podcast. My name is Kay, and my mission is to help men and women everywhere own all of the pieces of who they are in every way. We're going to be joined by guests and friends that show us what celebration of taking up space in all places really looks like. Now let's dive in. So my affirmation card says, my steps are ordered and I am divinely aligned. And this is one of my favorite cards. I think the word alignment shows up in a lot of the cards that I use and a lot of the things I talk about because I am a firm believer that things fall together in the way that they're meant to fall together. Um, just kind of trusting the fact that you will end up where you need to end up. Yes, hard work, but aligning yourself as opposed to pushing against it, allowing it to flow to you naturally is something I am a firm believer in. One of the things that is a true representation of steps being ordered and that divine alignment, I think would be my career. And I talk about my career journey often because it is a very unorthodox pathway that I've taken. I feel like I've, I'm in the exact place I need to be. There is room for growth, desire for growth. But when I just stop and take stock of how I've gotten to where I am, I'm a firm believer that these pieces came together exactly how they needed to come together, exactly when they needed to come together to put me in a position to be where I am in this season um, and in this moment. So career coaching and kind of career planning is something that is near and dear to me. I would say I often refer to myself as a strategist. I'm a strategist in any setting, so it doesn't matter what the context is. Um, I'm able to kind of look at the situation and think about um, the synergies, potential synergies that can be leveraged and how it makes sense to do that. And the area of career coaching is something that I'm passionate about doing that for. I've actually done it myself. Um, my career is kind of the product of this strategy that I utilize and I've also done it for friends and family members. So there are several people who have benefited from my outlook and kind of the strategic vision that I'm able to have when we look at the idea of your career, kind of taking a look at past experiences and thinking about it from the perspective of what are the transferable skills um, and what story can that tell? How can you kind of frame up this narrative around this is what I've done these are the skills that I have. This is where I'm a subject matter expert and kind of position yourself for whether it's the next role, um, an expansion of your current role, a pivot into a different space. Um, just thinking very strategically about how that is done. During my career planning stages, so when I was working, um, this was back in the hospital, when I was working in the hospital space, I had already gotten my undergraduate degree from Bentley University was working in the hospital, um, but knew I wanted more. Um, and I was thinking about the idea of furthering my education, done a ton of research on master's programs, MBA programs. But one activity that I kind of underwent was this kind of retrospective study and this deep dive into what I wanted my future role to be. 
And that's kind of what I encourage others to do. So for me, that looked like basically a research project. I knew the role. I had found kind of through the grapevine the fact that there was this administrative fellowship. So if you think about um, doctors in the medical field, they have fellowships where they learn different um, disciplines within the medical field. And then they specialize and then they go on to become a doctor. So being in the hospital space, they had something similar on the administrative side and it was very appealing to me. And I started to kind of go and seek out people who have gone through the administrative fellowship program to learn a little bit more about how they had kind of constructed their careers. And that was kind of how I set out on this task. I searched, found, printed, and physically had a binder full of, it was um, job descriptions of these future roles that I thought I wanted. I did a lot of kind of intensive research on some of these people who have gone through the program and have become successful in role um, and really did this kind of reverse engineering. So I am definitely big on starting with the end in mind. So if I know that this is where I want to be and this is where I am, how do I reverse engineer those steps so that I can have a tactical plan of action to execute on? And that's exactly what I did. Um, so it was looking at their education. What types of programs did they complete? Was it an MBA program? Was it a master's in administration? What was the consensus in terms of how people had found um, kind of their path to what was success for them? Then it was looking at certifications. So in addition to your actual schooling, there's a way to kind of add that specialization through the process of gaining certifications in these areas. Um, so a lot of effort went into just understanding kind of a sampling of this group of people who I saw as a potential goal career, what certifications did they have? Where were they specializing? Um, and for me, that looked like process improvement. So I did Lean Six Sigma certification, and it also looked like change management. Um, and for me in the workspace, neither of th those things were required, but from a practicality perspective, I was doing them already just in an unofficial capacity. So for me, it was appealing to go and seek out that certification that kind of just made it more real, that made it more legitimate. And from there, I set out on a series of just informational interviews. So I would reach out, kind of introduce myself, highlight what it was about there, whether it was a LinkedIn profile or however I had come across their them. Um, kind of highlight why I was reaching out. So looking to learn more about kind of your path to success, your career choices, the decisions you've made, but very deliberate in terms of my plan for whatever the conversation was. And then made it really a, an opportunity to grab coffee um, and just have a conversation. So not really asking much of them. I'm not asking for a job. I'm not asking for um, a handout, not even necessarily a recommendation. I just want to pick your brain and learn a little bit more about how you achieved kind of your career success. And that's how I framed it. I would do these informational interviews and kind of just jot down the information that came out of it. And from there, had that sampling of just responses of different people. And I do what's considered an affinity diagram. So I take the themes and kind of just map them. So where I see a lot of action and activity, um, it kind of indicates to me that that might be a hot spot for where I want to focus my energy. You have a limited, limited amount of resources, whether that's time or attention or whatever it is, money to pay for the programs. 
Um, so just being wise about how you're investing those resources was something that was important to me. But that's exactly what I did, kind of this affinity diagram of where was I seeing the most kind of activity, what terminology was coming up a lot, what certifications and programs were coming up a lot. Um, and that kind of helped me to hone in on a desired path for how I wanted to pursue what was kind of my career aspirations at the time. I think it's important to note the fact that every career is different. So who you are as a person, how you show up is different. And as you tune in, you will hear me say over and over and over and over and over again, the fact that any good strategy is really grounded in understanding the current state. So if you don't know where you are, you cannot successfully make it to where you want to go. I mean, you may get lucky. So don't let me not say that you, there are chance, there's chance that you might kind of get lucky and stumble on this idea of success. But I'm a firm believer that the first step in forming successful strategy is really having a very clear understanding of where you are so that you can start to navigate where you want to be. So for me, that was done in kind of a haphazard way because of the fact that I didn't necessarily know what I was doing. I just knew that's how I thought about things. And what I have done since then is kind of made it a more established process. So I talk about kind of being a listening ear, a resource, an advocate for friends and family members. Um, and as I've had those conversations, I've started to kind of formalize what my process was and turn it into something that's repeatable and scalable. Um, so I've created what I call a career journey map. And the thought process is really just bringing it back to the fact that career planning and professional development, it really is a tricky task. There is no right or wrong way to do it, um, especially if you're looking to make a pivot in your career or if you have multiple passions and a wide variety of experiences and skills that you want to leverage. So I know for me, I had a very a varied work history. Um, I had spent a lot of time in different versions of customer service. Um, lots of different fields. So I spent some time in luxury retail. I spent some time in regular retail. I spent some time in um, kind of, like I said, customer service, e-commerce, e customer service on the back end. Um, so it was a wide variety of positions in the past, but those experiences, what I was able to do is kind of boil them down and pull out the theme. So it's not about the where you're doing the work. It's about the transferable skills and kind of the competencies that you acquire and gain and strengthen when you're in the different roles. So that's how I like to frame those conversations. And um, this tool that I created really helps to do that, I think. Um, so what it does is it's a visual organizer. I'm a very visual person. I'm a visual learner. So for me, the way that made the most sense is to kind of lay it out visually. And it allows you to deconstruct your career journey up until this point. So that retrospective look back, like I said, kind of understanding where you are, that current state assessment. But then it also helps you to navigate your way to your next role or your future career kind of aspiration. So again, this idea of starting with the end in mind and then reverse engineering everything in between. So the way I've framed the tool is just kind of fill it in take the time to do that kind of self-reflection and then just jot it down. It doesn't have to be on the actual tool, but the exercise really gets you thinking. It allows you to really think through each of those areas. 
um, and do that kind of self-reflection as well as that planning in terms of desired future state. Our career journeys, they're really made up of a few different components. So the idea of this completed educations and training. So when you actually go and obtain learnings, that's just one part. So oftentimes when I'm hiring or even when I'm coaching, there are people who may be stuck on this idea of education only. And what I like to say, especially for an undergraduate degree, is all it shows me is that you were able to start something and complete it. So there is value there. I mean, you need that. Sometimes it is the ticket to admission. But realistically speaking, I know that I didn't learn anything transformative in my undergraduate studies that's going to either make or break my position now. Um, so those things are basically that baseline education. And like I said, an indicator to a hiring manager that I'm able to start something and I'm able to finish it. Where you start to kind of hone who you are and kind of mold how you want to show up from a career profile perspective comes in with that additional education. So whether it is a master's program, like I said, those trainings, those certifications, that's when you kind of put your spin on it. But all of those things kind of come together. Then there's the past and current experiences and roles. So your positions, it doesn't necessarily matter what the title was, what the banding, the leveling might have been. It's your job to boil that down and pull out those themes. So I may have been a cashier at McDonald's. I actually was a cashier at McDonald's. But when I, I don't refer to that now in my conversations about career, but it is a single thread in this kind of tapestry that I weave around this idea that I've always been customer focused, customer centric. It doesn't matter what the role is. I have always been adamant about making a delightful customer experience, figuring out what the customer needed and trying to meet that need in a way that was helpful to the business but also left a smile on the customer's face. So something as simple as a cashier, wherever it is, you can kind of mold that to tell a different story and to kind of shift the narrative around how it leads to this big picture or this future role that you're looking to attain. So then we weave those things together. And it, like I said, it really does tell a story in the same way that no, that there's no singular way to get to a destination. If you think about kind of putting an address into the GPS, there are several different ways to get there. But how you choose to navigate is really determined by a few of those things that you put in the same way in the gps you can say avoid toll rolls toll roads um, it's very similar where you kind of pull in the different co um, components and work your way towards this end goal that you have for your career so when we talk about the idea of career moves um, it's very common and oftentimes the desire is a promotion. So you want to take a step forward. But the reality is that's not always the best possible scenario. And there are situations where a more strategic move may not be a promotion. A more strategic move, if you're thinking about your big picture and your kind of end goal, might be a lateral move to a different, maybe it's a different department or a different physical location. Or it could be something where it's a pivot. So you're not necessarily in the same space. You're going to a different space. So you're not taking a step up. You're taking a sideways step or even maybe a demotion. Maybe you need to start a little bit at a little bit more junior position in order to enter into a new space. But you know that this kind of step back is only to kind of increase your trajectory in a different direction. So there are definitely things to think about 
um, outside of this idea of taking a step forward and quote unquote promotion when you're thinking about your career planning. So that's something that I always like to drive home, just being strategic and knowing that your moves don't always have to be forward. If you think about playing chess, there's lots of different directions to move in. Um, So just keeping that top of mind as we're kind of reviewing the different options and thinking strategically about how to move next. So back to this idea of this tool, again, a physical, you can print it out, it's virtual. Um, I'll leave the link in the show notes. But the idea is it is a visual tool that helps you kind of map out your career. So it's a your career on a page, basically. And the thought is really just kind of taking stock and doing that inventory. So what experiences were gained? What experiences have you ever have you already kind of been through, already gained through your career throughout your career? This again is positions that you've had. And like I like to broaden the scope so it might not be the shiny, sexy roles that you've had um, that look great on paper. It might be some of the less fancy positions that also kind of lead lend themselves to the story that you're telling. But this is a safe space to just jot down everything and then we'll do that review and kind of pull out the different synergies and the different themes later. And then there's this idea of the educations, trainings, and certifications completed. So all of those things, again, are added to your experience and they really do help tell the story. If you're being thoughtful in your selection of those kind of extracurricular things to do, so the the actual schooling, but then the trainings and the certifications, if you're being strategic and tactical in how you're selecting those things, they should kind of come together to tell that story of who you want to be and how you want to show up as a thought leader or as um, kind of a subject matter expert or an authority in a certain space. Um, So making sure that you're kind of taking stock of those, doing that inventory and writing that down. Then we get to this idea of themes. So are there any recurring themes throughout your career path? And this sometimes takes a little bit of thinking outside the box, um, but that's one of my favorite things to do. So again, I can see you were a home health aide and you've also worked in the hotel space. That tells me that you care about others. You care about catering to whoever your kind of end user, whether it's a customer or a patient, you are very nurturing and caring and you want to provide um, an elite experience. So for me, I actually have a close friend who that is part of their um, resume. That's how their resume reads. And we spent a lot of time thinking about how we frame that so that the next role, thinking about the next role. So there may be situations where you don't know what you want to do next. or You don't know what your end goal looks like. But pulling out themes is a fun way to actually do that. It kind of brings in something a little bit less stuffy. It's a little bit more of that storytelling. It's a little bit more creative. But the pulling out the themes really does help you kind of hone in on how you can frame yourself um, as you're thinking about a next position, whether it is, like I said, a promotion or a pivot into a new space. Then it's this self-reflection around key strengths. So what strengths do you have that can be leveraged on your career journey? And this is another kind of interesting one because it does require that self-reflection, but it does also kind of tap into that creativity. So how do you tell the story of being a stellar customer service representative. So for me, um, it is this key strength of identifying needs. So whatever it is that the customer needs, I'm really good at kind of honing in on that. I'm good at 
kind of maybe cutting through the initial request to get to that root cause of what they're looking for. And then building a system or process that allows that to be our way of working. So it becomes a norm now. If I've had six or seven customers ask for the same thing, I know that that is a need that needs to be filled. And I'm going to make sure that we fill it going forward. Um, had a situation like this in the hospital space that I worked in. Again, the idea of the customer being anybody, it does not necessarily need to be the person handing over money. It could be um, an internal customer. It could be a patient. It could be the patient's family. Um, using the idea of customer very loosely, we had a situation where in our laboratory, um, we had people that were coming in through private pay and wanting to request testing. So for them, it was this long drawn out process of calling, trying to figure out what they needed to send, how they needed to send it, what additional paperwork they needed to provide with it, um, how long they would have to wait, how they would get their results. So after fielding this question countless times, it became clear, first and foremost, kind of dealing with each individual person, providing that information, making sure that we received what we needed to, kind of creating a checklist around that. But then the repetition of it let me know that this was a need that needed to be filled. Um, so I created a process around it. I created a very detailed kind of document that explained everything. So what the testing was, the different types of testing, the different indications that they would have been presenting with in order to request what specific testing they needed. Um, the materials. So at this point, it was a pathology test. So was it slides? Was it a paraffin embedded block? What are they sending? Then it became um, some of that more detailed information around here's the address. Here's how to package it. Here's the approximate turnaround time after we receive it. Um, so all of those things came out of just filling a need. So for me, a key strength is, again, identifying what the need is and being able to fill it and create processes and systems to make sure that we are filling it in the most streamlined way going forward. Then we have an area for development opportunities. Uh, development opportunities. Then we have an area for development opportunities. So what gaps do you need to close in order to achieve your career goals? And this can be framed in a few different ways. Um, it can be around like actual kind of competency, skills and competencies. It could be something around exposure. So one of the things that I had talked about more recently when I did this activity is the desire to get in front of customers. So, and this is actual customers. So who our actual kind of end user is in the space that I'm in now. Um, I talk about my connection to the deep connection to kind of whoever the customer is. The role I'm in now touches a lot of different quote unquote customers. Um, I've been focusing a lot on the internal customer, but I do have a desire to get more face time with the external customer. So that's something I put on my development opportunities, just having that face time um, with actual customers. And for that, what it is, is you really want to figure out what are things that are going to help sharpen the tools that you already have to make you successful as you think about navigating through your career to the next step. So then we want to think a little bit about goals. So what are your short-term career goals? Where do you see your career in three to five years? That is kind of the sweet spot for like next steps, depending on where you are in your career. So if you've been enrolled for a little while, maybe that time horizon is a little bit shorter, but the idea of three to five years gives you 
some lead way for planning? And then what are your long-term career goals? Where do you see yourself in the five plus year time frame? And the thought here is this does not necessarily have to be, I want this role. I want this position. I want this title. It may be, I want a position where I'm a people leader and I have a team that is executing on the things that my strategic vision that I create, or I want a position where I am an individual contributor and my um, contributions lend themselves to X, Y, or Z initiative. So there really are a couple ways to go with it, but the thought process is really just to spend some time thinking about where it is that you wanna be, what your goals are, both short-term and long-term, so that you have that opportunity to reverse engineer. If you know kind of where your destination is, what you're putting into the GPS, you can start working towards the directions to get there. Then we talk about um, this idea of exposure and experience needed. So this could be projects that you could work on that may not necessarily be in your wheelhouse in terms of your current role, but it could be a stretch assignment that gets you some of those skills that you need that you highlight in the development opportunities area. So just thinking very very much outside the box in terms of how you can gain exposure and experience to help you kind of become a more well-rounded, a more well-rounded candidate for this position of the future that you're thinking about when you're thinking about your three to five year timeline or even your long-term career goal timeline. How do you kind of set yourself up to be the most appropriate candidate for that position? And then this idea of trainings and certifications needed. As I mentioned, I'm very big on kind of marking the legitimacy of a skill. So yes, I may have done it unofficially in role for years and years and years, but there's something to be said about backing of like formal methodologies and actual stamp of approval almost from a training or certification. I think that there is definitely some research that's been done in terms of the split between how much you effort you want to put into like formal education, those additional trainings, and then um, on the job work. But that split is something that you can really be the decider for. It is, it is your career. I mean, it is up to you to define and decide how you want to frame it. But the reality is just thinking about those little things that you could put in there to kind of bolster the work that you've done and the experiences that you've had um, to make you, again, the ideal candidate for this position of the future, whether it is specific learnings, um, entering into kind of a community. A lot of these trainings and certifications um, provide this idea of community. There's often kind of different functional professional associations that come along with it. So it really is kind of a foot in the door to kind of expand your horizons around different professional um, pursuits. So thinking about it from that perspective and leveraging it in that way. So once the mapping activity is done, there's countless ways that it can be used. Um, I often encourage folks to spend time with it first and foremost, but then also um, start leveraging it in conversations with whether it's your manager or whoever's responsible for kind of career planning where you operate professionally. Um, and that way it be can become a part of your professional development conversation. So I know kind of in my role where I work, they, we have a cycle around professional development where there's kind of a review process. We do performance evaluations, but there is also this kind of underlying work that's done around what does professional development look like? How are we, how do we develop you? 
Um, and again, that's in current role and then thinking about what is future role, what do future roles look like? Um, so this is a f- very usable tool, even if it's not the physical sheet and it is just the items that you've jotted down in that thought exercise. Um, it becomes a very powerful tool in kind of having those conversations, both about this is where I am, this is the space I'm playing, and then this is where I want to go, this is where I see myself, this is how I plan on getting there. Do I have your support? Are we aligned? How can you help me to kind of take the steps I need? Maybe it is access to those development opportunities. In some cases, it may be access to funding for whether it's education, training, certification, but this is really an opportunity to kind of open up that conversation. So this tool is available um, through K&Co, my coaching and consulting offering. And I, again, I will drop the link so that you can pick up the freebie, which is the actual just sheet. And if you're interested in spending time doing some of that brainstorming and that thought exercise, thinking about the more strategic pieces, pulling out the themes, setting up thoughts around short-term, long-term, need support with the idea of a pivot, you can absolutely book what I call a blitz session. So the thought there is... If you have in mind where you think you want to go or you know what you think you want to focus on, we can spend some very curated time just diving deep on that and get you some clearer guidance in terms of strategic vision for how to execute on those. So definitely take a look at the tool and looking forward to continuing to support these conversations. As a creative operating in the corporate world, I found myself struggling while trying to navigate my next career move while still honoring my various skills, experiences, and interests. I came across K&Co Consulting and booked a 90-minute career coaching blitz session. They provided me with a career journey mapping worksheet as a visual organizer to help me deconstruct my skills and career progression as a first step. During the session, we talked about ways to expand my impact and reach in my field. I was also able to clearly define transferable skills that I can now highlight and leverage to get me to my next role. Book your career coaching blitz session today and get the strategic direction to take your career to the next level. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode, where we celebrate the superpower that is being multifaceted. If this resonates and feels like home, Make sure to send it to a friend, colleague, or someone close to you and write a review so we can continue to grow, connect, and celebrate. Until next time, continue showing up as your true self and taking up space.